Happy New Year, guys, and welcome back to our first episode of 2021. Today, we're going to be talking about how 2020 was challenging as in itself also a blessing because essentially we all had to adapt and learn how to deal with the changes and the changes in the world. And I think we're going to be carrying that forward with us into 2021. And I think that in itself is a blessing because I think personally, you and I, we've had so much time to just reflect, Mm -hmm. which obviously we didn't in the past. Yeah, because we had so much time to ourselves. Like you don't have the same distractions that you have before, Mm -hmm. where before, you know, you actually had to, for example, go into work or meet up with people after Mm -hmm. work or on the weekend, socialize with friends. So you don't really have, you didn't really have a lot of, unless like, you know, like I am mostly a homebody, but I feel like that was even more amplified right? Uh, this year because I didn't have the same distractions mm-hmm. that I had before. And you really have, we really had the opportunity to zoom in yep. and face certain things about mm-hmm. ourselves and also have gratitude for certain things in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you and I were talking about this actually, how this year we can literally place ourselves in every single month of what we were doing. Like I remember in March what we were doing in April and I couldn't say the same for the past years. And it's because we were so present that we have all these memories of 2020. Yeah. And that's so crazy in itself because the fact that like you can remember everything so vividly just because we were just so grateful in that moment to be experiencing those moments. And like you said, we were so present Mm -hmm. and that's definitely something I want to carry forward for sure um because I've definitely been a person in the past where um I'm basically living on time yeah you know like I'm I'm worrying about the past or I'm worrying about the future and I've been the person if I'm sitting in a room and I'm you know spending time with people that I love or I'm doing something that I love Um, I'm so there's still thoughts Mm -hmm. about okay you know I gotta get that done I gotta get this done once this is done this is where I gotta go exactly where I feel like this year we've really improved on that and that's definitely something I want to take forward right and um I'm definitely like I'm not the person of you know new year new me (laughs) you know 2021 okay what are your resolutions because I think you should be setting resolutions every day Mm -hmm. like you should be setting goals every day to become a better person versus allowing a new year to be a permission slip for Mm -hmm. you to create resolutions uh but we just want to highlight like just because this past year has been so different Mm -hmm. and we've had to adapt to so many changes in our lives um how it's basically bettered us yeah and i think even the way we practice gratitude has changed because it's like now for example our circle is so small now and that when we do get to spend time with those few people we're just so grateful Mm -hmm. versus in the past we were spending time with people all the time and so many different people that we necessarily didn't care about Mm -hmm. and so it's just unnecessary uh energy that you're putting into things and areas that wasn't really giving me back anything personally yeah it's definitely made you think about all of the things that you've unnecessarily done before like all the distractions yep. that you filled in your life that you don't really need no and one of the biggest things that i have gained is that i love sitting in solitude just even by myself yeah where before like that would make me nervous because i was like, okay what do i do like do i you know turn on netflix or mm-hmm. do i um like call up a friend right. like do i need like 
you know, some sort of stimulation. But I realized that, you know, sitting by myself in a room, um, just with my thoughts, reflecting is one of the, like my favorite moments. It's one of my favorite. If, if I can get that, yeah. I am so grateful because those are the times where I can actually dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And like, and if I, for example, like if I noticed, notice an emotion of, um, I don't know, let's say fear, in- fear or anxiety it gives me more time to actually sit with it and sit with the emotion and right. figure out what's going on and what that emotion requires of me. Mm-hmm. Where before I was like, let me find any distraction so that I can get rid of this emotion. Yeah. Or like, let me just fit in like a five minute meditation so I can get rid of it. Exactly. But that in itself is still a distraction as yeah. well because that emotion is still there. Mm-hmm. So talking about, let's just talk a little bit about like, you know, when these emotions come up and and one thing that I've definitely learned is that um, I was just reflecting on this in the last week is that I have been a person where I haven't allowed all of my emotions to sit at the dinner table with me. Right. I thought I did because I'm such a big feeler. You're a really big feeler as well. But I'm such a big feeler and I'm like, yeah, I know I do allow emotions. Like I do allow emotions to sit at my dinner table because um, I cry, you know, I, I let it out. I really allow myself to feel it. Mm-hmm. But one thing I realized that I wasn't doing is I didn't allow the emotion to sit mm-hmm. long enough for me to ask it what it required of me. Right. So if it was something like I'm feeling lonely, mm-hmm. lonely requires comfort and it requires love. And I wasn't giving it that. Instead, I was looking for tactics, like even like spiritual tools for me to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't treating it like a friend and where I can like sit with it long enough and actually deal with it, like ask it what it needs for me. Right. And then I can work with it in harmony to release it. Because we're so focused on just moving forward and getting better and healing whatever is hurting inside. Exactly. Yeah. That we uh, hope to just kind of rush the process. And I think that for me that was the case for pre-covid i remember like i was sort of living this like weekend based lifestyle where it was like you know monday to friday you're just focused on getting to friday yeah you live for the weekend and then you're back to it the next week (laughs) um and i felt like i was just going through life so fast yeah because of that and this year since obviously we're not working in the office and you know you don't have that added pressure of commuting or having the nine to five um it's really stopped me from having that Mm -hmm. outlook and i've just been a lot more present and taking everything in and just being so grateful for whatever enjoyable um moments that i've had this year and now looking back at it i'm like there was so many fun moments in 2020 (laughs) and and i think that's because i was just really present for them you're really present and it's crazy how we intend to live for the weekend and we we decide hey monday to friday we're not gonna live yeah yeah why i'm just gonna be this robot get it done and it's like we need a permission slip of the weekend to have fun to have fun to live and to live where you can choose to have joy simple joys in your life every single day and I remember in the past, like, I would try to live like that. Like, yeah. say if, like, I did go to work, you know, nine to five, I would try to do something that was for my own enjoyment in the evening. But I think just balancing the entire work life and then your social life and yeah. then doing things for yourself, it was it was too much. Yeah. 
and I've I've started to really enjoy this new way of life, which is kind of scary in itself because <laughs> it's like I don't know how long it's going to last like this. Do we eventually go back? Yeah. But then on the flip side, the the fact that it will change in the future again, it's kind of exciting because clearly we were able to adapt in the past mm-hmm. and adjust to it even cuz when corona started it was yeah. very scary yeah the idea of you know not going into the office and your life changing it was terrifying but now the idea of it changing back eventually whenever that does happen is also scary yeah. but i think this process of learning to adapt is is what helps you grow it does and lets you know of what your strengths are exactly and now even if things were to go back to how they were before what you've learned in this time you're obviously going to carry forward so if for example you're back at the office you're going to carry the joys that you had Mm -hmm. during the day while you're working at home into the office and you'll have that same attitude yeah you know like find it doesn't have to be like okay nine to five i'm going to be miserable Mm -hmm. and then after that i'm going to find things to you know do that make me happy where during the you know, during work hours, you can still find things that will give you joy and happiness. Right. That's all a choice. You yeah. have the choice to be happy. And I think I've started to actually even <clears throat> look at money differently. Yeah. Because obviously one of my personal reasons for doing a nine to five is money. Um, but I think the fact that, you know, this year we've learned that we don't necessarily need so much in order to enjoy life and to live it. Um, that's given a new perspective that, hey, maybe I don't need to work so hard and get those promotions or whatever it Mm -hmm. is and make that X amount of money. Right. Because I'm okay and I'm happier with less. Yeah. Yeah. And that that takes me to like another point is where sometimes as humans, we're waiting for things to be happy. Right. So whether it's like we're waiting for money to Mm -hmm. feel more abundant or more happy or whether we're waiting to heal to actually feel love yeah or waiting um i don't know waiting for a relationship to feel whole or you know you're just waiting overall for things to feel joy where you can choose in this moment to be happy Mm -hmm. and and already envision that happiness for yourself like it's already happening yeah you know instead of waiting for certain things as permission slips for you to actually feel whole, feel abundant, feel happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I don't think that was, I think one of the things that really um, helped me like put that into perspective of being in the now is the fact that COVID made me really aware of my own mortality. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, I'm young, I'm fairly healthy, I hopefully if i was to ever test positive i would recover um but it's just the idea of it all it was everyone was just a lot more focused on their own mortality or at least Mm -hmm. i was and the fact that that was a possibility just made me want to live and experience more and be in the present and take in the now yeah and speaking of being in the present and just you know um like being grateful for all moments um one thing another thing that i've realized is that hurt or like even like uh, quote unquote bad experiences are actually so transformative right where before like i would notice myself being like why does this you know happen to me like why is this happening to me where i feel like in this year because i've had more time with myself yeah and because um yeah like just like i've been able to like zoom in further into my emotions 
I've been able to change my relationship with certain concepts and ideas. So I've been able to change my relationship with even the word hurt Mm -hmm. or even the word pain. Because I'm like, okay, like either I am hurting, like before my my relationship would be I am hurting because um, I because I'm not lovable. Right. Or where now my relationship has changed, but there was like, no, I'm actually hurting uh, because this is like a transformative experience mm-hmm. for me to become more of myself mm-hmm. so I can be more love. Yep. You know, so I'm actually not only grateful for the good moments, I'm actually, I've become very grateful of all of the shitty moments. For sure. Quote unquote shitty moments as well. 100%. Um, just like when you're saying that, like now when I think about it, I'm like everything that has ever been like, say a disappointment or a letdown in my life or anything, I think that I have always grown from it Mm -hmm. and my life has always only gotten better Mm -hmm. every time. So whenever the idea of like going through a challenge, I, I feel like I'm ready for it. It's kind of giving me this, this newfound self-confidence that, if there was a challenge or some yeah. sort of hurt, I, I can I can take it on. I'll, I'm going to come out better on the other and end. And that's because you've actually trained yourself. Right. Right? Like you've changed your view on it and you've trained yourself. So you've actually have taken those moments where you felt shitty or you're going through, you know, a hurtful experience mm-hmm. and you've allowed yourself to grow from it. So right. now when new challenges arise in your life, you're like, yeah, I can fucking take this exactly. on because I'm a fucking phoenix. You yeah. know, a phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly how I see this whole transition of 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021 that, yeah, there will be challenges, but we're going to come out on top because clearly we have put in the work and gotten to know ourselves better and we're, we're ready for the changes. Exactly. And it's um, like you definitely suffer more when you're fighting against the, like, the flow of the river. Right. Where like when things arise in your life, it's just so much so much more beautiful for you to just go with the flow of it and just to like release your false ego because sometimes we're like our false ego is just fighting yep fighting and it's like we're defending ourselves against certain things and we're like you know or like manipulating situations where it's just you know because our souls have already um created our blueprints before we came into this physical world like we've already chosen our experience Mm -hmm. You know, our higher selves know this. Our our current mm-hmm. personalities don't know that. Right. Um, but our higher selves know that. But when you just release and just let go, things happen exactly mm-hmm. as they should. Yeah. And life is just that much more beautiful because we wouldn't be who we are if we didn't have these transformative moments, if right. we didn't have these painful moments. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, because now looking back, I'm thinking that any moment that I've had where there was a lot of hurt and pain, I think those are the moments that taught me to have compassion mm-hmm. for other people. Because I think had I not had those moments, I I wouldn't have the compassion for other people because I hadn't experienced any hurt personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for that because that's what allowed me to grow. Yeah. And also, perhaps like it didn't really stick in the past because you didn't allow yourself like hurt experience may have come up but you may have been like pushed right. it away and, or like created distractions mm-hmm. where now where you've actually allowed yourself to actually go through it yep. and extract all of the lessons from it, all the beauty from it and actually allow yourself to grow from it yeah so yeah and i think part of the um 
the like when I'm thinking of 2021, I can see people feeling anxiety of the whole idea of going into mm-hmm. the new year because I think in 2020, you know, we all had goals and plans for what we were going to do in the year and they didn't necessarily pan out the way we wanted them to. Um, things went differently. And so we might be feeling like, oh, you know, in 2020, I had all these goals for myself and I didn't necessarily achieve them. So you might feel like, you know, you're not good enough or you're not, you know, doing what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all a part of the process and we need to necessarily understand we need to basically understand um where this anxiety comes from yeah in order to heal yeah and i think instead of like looking at it as you know these are goals to become a new these are goals to become actually more of yourself like these are goals to actually come into your true expression like your authentic expression and it's okay not to achieve what you set out to achieve like accept that with love and compassion you know sometimes life throws you know and challenges in our way and and i think one of the biggest things that makes it hard to accept not achieving your goals is the fact that when you're surrounded by people that are so focused on you know those material goals Mm -hmm. and you see that they have maybe achieved them and then you think like oh like why am i not getting there yeah But I think this year has been very helpful because you don't have all those external distractions um, because your circle is so small and you're just within your own bubble. And I think it's almost kind of been protective in a way. Yeah. Um, So I I have personally loved it. Yeah. (laughs) I think what helps, even like because we're so like as humans, like we're so programmed that like success only comes like through tangible achievements right so whether that's like more money or with like a promotion yeah. or what have you new relationship new relationship yeah. but what helps is to just write down like a list of all of the things that you have achieved mm-hmm. and like and that doesn't include just tangible things that yeah. also includes like personal like inner work yeah. that you have yeah. done so you know one example could be um i feel more like alive this right. year yeah. you know or um i have more compassion for mm-hmm. others i have more empathy for others mm-hmm. um and that those are huge achievements on their own but sometimes because we're so used to seeing like tangible achievements we don't really recognize those yeah. things yeah and also like like we just said like um just because you you know, like I, and that's why I hate like the whole like new year, like set your resolution, set your goals is what I'm going to achieve in that year. No, I think you should be setting like small key objectives mm-hmm. every single day to I get agree. towards your main huge purpose. Yeah. So if one, so and that's actually takes off of the fucking pressure mm-hmm. because if you're like this year, I want to achieve this, 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 and this, and it's good to have goals. Right. But really figure out what your purpose is. Like, Mm -hmm. what's your overlying purpose? And then create clear goal goals every day that's going to help you get to that point. So don't put this pressure of like, okay, now 2021, I'm going to create these goals. No, it's every day I'm creating these small goals that are going to get me to that vision. And if that day you don't, you have a day, a shitty day where you don't achieve those clear goals. It's okay. okay. Next day, it's it's another opportunity for you to be better than you were yesterday. Get at it again. Because essentially our job is to learn the lesson Mm -hmm. in each and every event that we're going through because 
basically each event that happens in our life it's fulfilling some sort of purpose Mm -hmm. so we need to be grateful for that lesson yeah because in those lessons um essentially whenever we're struggling that's when there's moments for growth Mm -hmm. um yeah so i think uh and this actually brings me to the fact that lessons actually are associated with endings um and i think this year a lot of people in 2020 experienced endings whether it was you know a relationship ending or plans or you know a job um so a lot of thing things ended for people and endings in general they're painful because letting go of old patterns and accepting change is is challenging Mm -hmm. and there's an associated anxiety that you feel with that because essentially you're fearing and you're worried about future outcomes yeah and it's also the familiar past Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like any endings of relationships or an ending of a job or an ending of you know something that you have considered important in your life it's a familiar past and the familiar past is comforting right and it's welcoming and so it's really hard to let go of that sometimes because of the fear of the unknown Mm -hmm. but magical things do happen in the unknown if you really put yourself in that and sometimes all this like i think it's extremely important to get curious about the emotions that you feel when you are going through endings and really process it. Mm -hmm. But it's letting go with love, letting go with compassion. Mm -hmm. And allowing, like we've mentioned before, it's just going along with the flow of the river. Right. And I think, uh, yeah, endings are definitely a blessing because, like I said, they are associated with lessons Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're going to um, be learning. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the best ways that i have learned to deal with endings um whatever kind they were was by basically sitting with my fears and defining them so sitting there and being like hey so i'm feeling anxious Mm -hmm. about x y and z Mm -hmm. and that's because there's a fear associated with it so sit there and understand where that fear comes from Mm -hmm. because basically so for example like say if you have a job that ended you might have a fear of going into the future year um, of, you know, whether it's going to work out for you because you essentially, the fear that's there is that you feel that you will fail yeah, or not necessarily achieve that the goals um, that you have planned out for yourself. But at some point down the road while you were growing up because of your experiences, your environment, mm-hmm. um, you learned to take on that fear. That yeah. fear wasn't there with you when you were born it's a learned uh you know behavior yeah so if you can understand it fully you can overcome it because you can talk to yourself and explain to yourself that hey i'm not in that same position i was you know 10 years ago or 20 years ago i've grown from that and i can use the tools that i have learned and overcome this fear and overcome whatever obstacles are in my path yeah and when you do it when you put it like that like i think it's such a great way it's like getting to the root the root cause of all of it Mm -hmm. so it's noticing yeah i'm feeling fear but where is that fear stemming from because just identifying oh i am scared is not enough like you have to get to the root problem of it but when you get to the root whether it's you know trauma from your childhood Mm or um like a limiting self-belief that you have that has been triggered by right. something that's happened in your life, you kind of notice that fear dissipating because yeah. it's not as big as you play yeah. it out. 
like your personality plays it out because you're like oh i understand it comes from something and this is why i'm reacting to it this way so it doesn't really then it doesn't really feel Mm -hmm. like such a big issue yep like and i'm trying to think of an example of um say a moment where i've learned to sit with my fear um I guess when you're thinking about relationships ending, there's obviously a lot of uh, hurt associated with that because, you know, we had plans, we had hopes and dreams and, you know, it didn't exactly work out the way you thought it would. But um, I think in the past, like when I have gone through that, I have really taken the time to sit and understand where that fear comes from. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I think that it was the idea that hey maybe i i'm unlovable or mm-hmm. i'm just not good enough and then i tried to dig deeper and understand what caused me to start thinking that way what made me start to think hey that i'm not good enough and i think that was you know a series of events um growing up that you know maybe make you think that way mm-hmm. and think that you're you're not good enough um but essentially you have to have a lot of compassion and love for yourself to be able to sit there and understand and essentially heal yourself yeah to explain to yourself that hey you're not that child anymore you are bigger than your experiences Mm -hmm. you can rise above this and rise above that fear and embrace it actually yeah i think another thing that has helped me with the ending of relationships is understanding that relationships and that everyone that comes into your life is essentially an active part of our human experience for sure so everyone that we have met or everyone that has come into our life is because our souls have already determined that beforehand Mm -hmm. you know and so they have come into our life for us to learn a specific lesson right you know for us to overcome certain obstacle in our life Mm -hmm. um, for us to experience something for us to reach yep the best versions of ourselves and so everyone that shows up in our life from the people that we call friends or the people that we call lovers it they come in response to our own vibrational asking right right because our souls are asking for something for a different or or our souls are asking for us to be elevated for us to go through a specific experience that we can become the best versions Mm -hmm. of ourselves and i think that's why it's so important that we learn to accept the lessons Mm -hmm. um that come with endings because that's because once we move on once we are able to accept the lesson and learn it that's when we are able to move on and achieve clarity about Mm -hmm. whatever event it was that makes us anxious or uncomfortable yep and that's when we can move forward and actually heal. Yeah. Um, and I think that brings me to the fact that, you know, going into 2021, we all need to try to make an effort to be conscious and try to create the lives that support us in the way that we need to be supported. Yep. And that basically comes with... Yeah sitting with your thoughts and accepting and the whole point of the new year is not to become a new you it's for you to live an authentic life that's true to you Mm -hmm. for you to become the best version of yourself that already exists right so the whole point is not to become a new person it's to become who you're who you already are who you're already meant to be and that being said um i really want to add on the fact that 
the power of affirmation, I think, has really helped me to achieve my goals or, um, you know, have my life plans come out the way that I want, want them to. And I think the reason why it works, the power of affirmation works, is because once you start to say those things and you believe them every single day, mm-hmm. that's the only way you can start to carry out yeah. living your life like that. Yeah, it's like reprogramming. It's retraining yourself, exactly. retraining your mind. And our thoughts hold so much power and our words hold so much power. Even when we say negative things to ourselves, we kind of manifest them in a way. Mm-hmm. But when we actually take the time to set out our intentions, set out our declarations, our affirmations, and we actually say things that, you know, we want to come true or we actually want that are that already are true about ourselves. Right right um it they hold so much power yep so just to end it off i'd just like to say to everyone that um i really think that your words and your thoughts are what create your experiences your reality so going into this new year um don't make resolutions that are just empty goals um set your sights on a higher purpose yeah, like figure out what your higher purpose is and every day create clear goals to help uh, manifest mm-hmm. that higher purpose. Like that is that is aligned with your true expression. So it's not about creating resolutions about 2021. It's about setting clear goals that are aligned with your authentic expression that you can tackle every single day. It's not about achieving 100%. It's about achieving 1% every day. Absolutely. So that being said, Happy New Year, guys, and hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you guys next time.